attention, please. Stop walking while I'm squawking. All aboard. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Another week. I, I really need to change that up. Every time I'm like, welcome back. Another I, week. Another broadcast. No. Another. Never here we it. are. Uh, <laughs> happy whatever day here? of the week it is. Happy podcast day. You know, I just, I so look forward to this. I was talking to a coworker about like the podcast that we do. And I was like, really, it's just an excuse for me and Dana to have a drink and catch up. And people listen yeah. to us. <laughs> and I don't know why, but all eight of you do. I know. What nobody knows is that we spend like 30 minutes on the front end before we start recording, just chatting about everything. And often it's still Disney, but and often it's Scream related. But yeah. we basically just chit chat and it's like the best thing ever. But real quick, was the coworker Heather our new best friend? No, 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 Heather? no. Heather, no. Oh. That, Heather's in. She gets it. We're going to have to have Heather okay. back on. We did get, I, I did get an email though from a colleague about the podcast with Heather. Stop. And it basically said, oh my gosh, I'm dying. Formula in first class cabin. <laughs> Characters in <laughs> Dino Land, the costumes. <laughs> so she was like, she loved it. It's a, it's a coworker who's very much a Disney person and is going down there in a couple of weeks anyway. I love it. That story is aces. And Heather texted <laughs> you and I that her parents also listened and were cracking up about the baby Noah formula disaster <laughs> in first class. It's a story it quite ages. a picture. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. literally. So, Dana, there's some news in your neck of the woods. Yes. We figured we'd start up top and give you really just one little mouse musing this episode Uh, in just a few days, which I believe might be the day we drop this episode Yep. on January 27th on January 20th. I can't remember, but somewhere near this episode dropping. We're not guys. It's we both have drinks. It's 1030 on the East coast. Math is not a thing today, but (laughs) on January 27th, on January 27th, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway will be opening at Disneyland, which is very exciting. I love that ride so much. I mean, we just rode it again with Noah on our last trip to Disney World. And it's just so fun. Yeah. You just, you get immersed in it. And Noah this time was just like, ah, he was totally into it. Like, couldn't, he was like pointing at stuff and like eyes big and like. Every time he saw Cute. Mickey and Minnie, he got really excited and like freaked out. So I'm excited you guys are getting it on the West Coast. Like we have so many friends who've never been on this ride before. And now it's finally opening. Yeah. So is all of Toontown opening on the 27th? No. Oh. No. So only the ride is opening on January 27th. The rest of Toontown doesn't open until early March. Oh. So I don't know how they're going to do this. If they're just going to have a line and you just kind of. Some Go walls up ride. around the rest of Toontown. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah. I thought the whole plan was to like make it this whole reopening of Toontown and like the big attraction was Mickey and Minnie. I mean, you're correct, but I don't know, man. They just decided that they're going to open it up in phases. So it's kind of like they did this a little bit with like um, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Like they didn't have Rise of the Resistance mm-hmm. open, but they opened up the land first. So yeah, but they had a ride though. Out. They had Smuggler's Run open. When yeah, they, opened they the did. I don't know. I'm excited for you guys to see it. It looks so cool. I just love it. I love even the detail that, and then this doesn't give away too much, but that from the cast members who are in the pre-show area to the cast members who are in the ride loading, their costumes change just ever so slightly when you go onto the ride. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm super excited. So there's going to be two ways to ride it though. And this is very similar to what we just experienced 
with the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, uh, Cosmic Rewind mm-hmm. at Epcot. So you're going to have two options. Yep. And they both involve getting on your phone at 6.59 in the morning. Yep. Option one is the virtual queue. Option two is purchasing an individual lightning lane. So yeah. here is my suggestion, having just done this, and we're going to talk a lot more on my trip well, about my trip. Real quick, at Disneyland, they've announced that the virtual queue is going to happen twice in the day. It's going to happen at 7 a.m. and at 1 p.m. Yep, and I think they do the same at Epcot for Guardians. Guardians, too. I yep. think you're right. So here is my suggestion on how to play this after having done this at Epcot and experience, because there is zero standby line. No standby line exists. Yeah. But what happens is the virtual queue people are in the standby line mm-hmm. and they don't tell you how long the wait is going to be in the virtual queue line. The lightning individual lightning lane people literally walk straight onto the attraction. So if you wait, if you want to do the free route and do the virtual queue and get on there and you have no control over what boarding group you're going to get, what time you're going to get, mm-hmm. you are held to that time. So it's 7 a.m. and you're at your house in you know, West Hollywood and you have a 8.15 a.m. boarding group time, that's what you wound up with. You better get in your car and hurry your little tail down to Disney. the resort. Yeah. But with the individual lightning lane, you can pick what hour of the day. Yeah. You want to go and then what time slot that's available, what hour window is available within that hour. So like you could pick as specific as 2.15 to 3.15 p.m. Yeah. And you book that, you pay for it and done. You're guaranteed to write it and you literally it'll be like five, 10 minutes max. There were people waiting in the virtual queue line for over an hour to do Cosmic Rewind with the virtual queue. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. So if I were you, you're already spending the money. Like maybe don't get a car- Starbucks coffee that morning and spend the money on the virtual queue if you really want to write it. That would be my suggestion. And then if you loved it so much and you wrote it in the morning, sure, try for the virtual queue in the afternoon if you want to do it again. Right. But like I would just save yourself, save the line, especially if you've got little ones with you. Do the virtual queue. And I'm, I'll talk about this when we talk about my trip some more. The virtual queue, I believe, is 1,000% worth it when you have a toddler or any small child. The virtual queue, you're saying? Virtual. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Lightning lanes. Oh, Lightning lanes. yeah. There you go. So anyway, my tip. There's some people already complaining that there's no standby line or no way to not wake up at 7 to get it. But yeah, it's, it is what it is at this point. I think if you're going to Disney, you have to be resigned that their motto is the early bird gets the worm. And so you just got to play by their rules if you're especially at Disney World. Yep. But um, yeah. Well, so for this episode, Adam, you're going to talk to us all about your most recent trip. I know the last episode was so insightful telling us about the Run Disney experience. I learned so much from you. Uh, So this time we should talk about what your family trip was like. And I know you stayed at a couple different hotels. You got to experience Guardians that we know. You got to eat at some new restaurants this time. So I think we should just dive on in and hear your trip review. Yeah, yeah. So we did a split stay on this trip. Um, we stayed at Coronado Springs for every night but the last night. And then we went to our favorite, the Yacht Club. Yay! That's quickly just become our favorite resort to go to. And I'll get to that in a minute. But Kurt and I stayed at Coronado Springs on our very first trip to Disney World together years and years and years ago. So mm-hmm. we hadn't been back there since they renovated. We hadn't been back there since they opened up the Grand Destino Tower, except we went there for dinner one trip. Uh, they got to Topolino 
or not yeah. Topolino. That's it. Um, oh, that's at the Riviera. The the Dahlia Lounge or something like that. Yeah, and then the restaurant attached to it, but I'm blanking on what, the Tapas restaurant up there. Um, yeah, we went there once. It was good. Um, we didn't go there this trip, so we hadn't been there since all the renovations and everything, or stayed there. It is a beautiful resort. Like the landscaping is beautiful. It, the how they incorporated the old main lobby and moved it into the new tower where all the check-in is now. But what Mm -hmm. they did with the old lobby where the store is the quick service restaurant, there's a sports bar in there. Sports bar is kind of weird because it's like, why is there a sports bar at Disney world? Yeah. I think it makes sense because what's important to know is this is a conference center hotel. So I'm sure they get a lot of the business people who want to go watch their sports. Yeah. Right. Then they said there were so many conferences happening while we were there. Really? Yeah. Tons of people with name tags, corporate folks out of water. (laughs) They're like fish out of water at these places. Oh my gosh. Very corporate people. And I'm a corporate person, but I know how to do Disney. And if I ever had a corporate retreat at Disney, I would be full in and I'd be wearing the Disney stuff every day to my meetings being like, when is this meeting over? I got (laughs) to, I got a lightning lane to go get to. Um, So Lots of corporate events happening there. So the pros of this hotel, it's beautifully landscaped. All the rooms have been completely renovated. And for a moderate resort, it's really nice. Like, because I know I've I, we've thrown some shade on the moderate resorts a lot lately, mm-hmm. saying the value ones are a lot better. In terms of the way they redesigned the rooms and the tower. I mean, the tower feels like a deluxe resort. It does not feel like a moderate resort. There is a phenomenal bar on the lower level of the lobby, absolutely beautiful. And I think I posted some photos or videos on our uh, Instagram page of, of it and I'll repost them. They had the best Manhattan I've had in <gasps> such a long time oh. because it was made with the Knob Creek Disney Reserve bottle. So <gasps> the Knob Creek has a special bottle you can only get at Disney World. They used to have it at Steakhouse. What was the 71? Steakhouse at the Disneyland? Steakhouse oh, Steakhouse 55 in Disneyland. Steakhouse 55, yeah, yeah sorry. They used to have it at Steakhouse 55 at Disneyland. I haven't been mm-hmm. back there since they reopened it. Or have they, they never did. It Why do you have to pierce oh, my heart and stick that sorry. dagger in and twist it? That little it. cocktail bar in the front was so great. Yeah, they never have reopened Steakhouse 55. Mm. It's done so, and they've never put anything else in its place. So come on, That's Disneyland sad. Hotel. I know. No, all you got is Goofy's Kitchen and... That's it. Uh, oh, and Tonga, Tangaroa Terrace. Tangaroa Terrace. And well, anyway, Sam's, yeah. So... That is a delicious Manhattan. We had those couple nights. So all that other resort is great. The buses ran. I know I complained the last trip, last April, that the buses were horrendous. I know you dealt with bus issues on your trip. Buses were way better. I think they've hired a lot more bus drivers and buses were moving. They weren't jam-packed. We never waited more than five minutes for a bus to go anywhere, which was great, especially at a mega resort like Coronado Springs that has four bus stops along the route. Wow. So the room was great. The only issue with this place, it is too big. Oh, the I, grounds. You're saying the whole property is too yeah, big. To get from the lobby building, the main building where they had the quick service restaurant for breakfast, yeah. where they had the shop, where they had, you know, all that stuff, the bars. It was a half a mile walk. Whoa. To our room. Oh, no. That is too much. Yeah. It's too far, especially when you go pick up drinks to take back to the room because your kid's sleeping, but your husband wants a cocktail with you. So you like 
walk a half a mile to the bar, <laughs> get two drinks, and like <laughs> carefully, because they don't have lids for them, carefully walk them back the half a mile, walking as fast as you can so the ice doesn't fully melt by the time you get to the room. Yeah. There's no, like out by all of the, they call them the casitas and other buildings out there. If yeah. you are not in the main tower, you have zero amenities after about eight o'clock at night out there because oh. the pool bar closes. There's no food out there. There's no bar, nothing out for all those buildings after like eight o'clock at night. You yeah. have to haul into the main one. You can go to the three bridges bar and restaurant that's in the mm-hmm. middle, but yeah. there is a wait to get in there even to get a to go drink. Whoa. Okay. So I was like, well, I'll walk to the main bar, which is another quarter of a mile that way. Yeah. And I'll pick those up and bring them back. So I will say that was my biggest issue with that hotel and why after four nights there, we were like, we're good. I'm good. I don't, I don't want to stay here again. Wow. Okay. I, it sounds similar to Saratoga Springs, which, you know, we personally love Saratoga, but mm-hmm. it has that same con to it in that it is just such a massive property. It's so hard to get around everything, but Saratoga is different. It's better because it's next to Disney Springs and you can walk there Um, I'm curious because I know Saratoga Springs also has a fantastic internal bus route system. Does Coronado as well? Yes, but it's a walk to get to the bus stops because they're on the other side of the parking lots. So you have to go out of your building through the big parking lot to get to the bus stops if you want to take the bus loop all the way around. So it's it's a haul. And, you know, it's really it's a shame. I, I get it because a lot of people are there just to be there for conferences mm-hmm. and this and that. If you're going on as a family on vacation there, I would stay in the tower or don't stay anywhere else mm-hmm. on that property. Go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. If you get the tower, you're fine. The rest of it, it's just too far. Yeah. And these poor, like we were out there coaching and these poor marathon runners were like, <laughs> they just run a marathon and then they're getting back to the hotel, having to walk another half a mile to get back to their room. Oh, like man. it was, you had to really plan out okay, we want to have time to go at breakfast mm-hmm. before we get on the bus to go to the parks, but we have a lightning lane at next time. You had to literally plan out and, you know, walking a half a mile with a toddler who's now decided they want to walk that half mile. Oh yeah. Is That's a 25 a minute adventure <laughs> to yeah. go the half mile. So I, it's not conducive for young families. Maybe if you have teens and you're looking for a cheaper option, better to go there. Mm-hmm. But for a young family, it was it was a lot. Uh, Did you get to hit up resort. the pool? We ended up not going swimming in the main pool. It was a bit too chaotic, but they do have smaller pools around the buildings. So mm-hmm. like some of the other bigger resorts, so they have the quieter pools throughout the resort. We did take Noah there and he loved it. It was just going to the big pool with the pyramid, with the Mayan pyramid in there and all that was yeah. too much. Got it. Okay. But they did have a huge playground there in Noah. Oh, that's nice. So you did do that. That's great. Yeah. So I would say, I will say their quick service was great. Mm -hmm. It was the best way to do breakfast every morning because I just, I'm a big fan of quick service breakfast. And would you mobile order your quick service from your hotel room and then go pick it up? Or would you? No, because it was like the cafeteria style. So you just Um, like go in, you order, you go to the kid section. We get Noah, like the kid plate with the Mickey waffles, some bacon, I would get like a side of eggs and 
Kurt would get something and then they had like grab and go stuff in there too. So like yogurts and things like that. Nice. And the coffee. The only issue is they didn't have, they only had hot coffee. Um, they didn't have any cold you brew love options. An iced, and you love a cold I'm brew. Sorry, in Florida, I want a cold brew. It's too hot in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I have a hot coffee. Anyway. Yeah. So that was that resort. The gift shop was great. Um, it's a big one. They've got a lot of cute stuff in there. A lot of cute mm-hmm. Coronado Springs stuff. A lot of um, three caballeros stuff in there as well Yay. on theme. <laughs> so I was happy. There's a lot of Donald stuff. So that was that resort. Staying on the resort theme. We did transfer over to the Yacht Club. We did do the luggage transfer that the resorts offer, which is great. Can you explain what that is? Do you for- want to explain that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if listeners know what this is because it's a cool feature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a really cool thing because a lot of people for a longer trip at Disney World will do a split stay. Like when you're booking like, oh, we want to do one or two nights at the really nice hotel, but we don't want to break the bank. So we'll do like four nights at the cheaper hotel or mm-hmm. you could only get one hotel for two nights. So you had to move to another hotel because it's a busy season, whatever it might be. Disney offers a luggage transfer service where you call the bell desk in the morning. You say, hey, we're actually checking in at the Yacht Club this afternoon, can we have our luggage transferred? They send a bellman out to your room. They tag all your stuff for transfer. They take all your bags. Please remember to tip them because yeah. they don't make a lot of money. And especially at a resort like Coronado, they are hauling out to your room to go haul all your bags up. At some point in the day, the inner workings of Disney World transfer the bags to the right resorts. So when we got to the Yacht Club, Late that afternoon for Noah's nap, the bags were there and they were in our room. I'm ready I, to I was going to say, so you already had your room assignment. You went in and the bags were already mm-hmm. sitting in there. That's so great. Yeah. By the I time we that. showed up at the Yacht Club, we had gotten the notification on our app. We had a room assigned and we walked in there and the bags were there. And we had also requested a pack and play and it was already in there. Oh, Disney, yeah. good job. So that was, That's awesome. They've done good. I will say there's been a remarkable improvement since Kurt and I were talking about this. Like when we went in October of 2020 in the height of the pandemic. Yeah. And we went and you had to wear masks outside all the time and stand six feet apart in the lines and do all this stuff. Right. Yeah. To when we went in April of 2022. Mm -hmm. And it was still a little weird. Like things weren't quite fully functioning to now. Marked improvement. Like I I was really impressed. Oh, I'm excited. I like to, see to think that. it's all because Bob Iger's back. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Which, by the way, I don't know if you've seen the internet, but the internet is a Twitter because Bob Iger is out at Disney World right mm-hmm. now. And so people are snagging photos with him at Animal Kingdom or at Space 220 and stuff. So Disney Daddy. Disney Daddy's back. He's back, baby. <laughs> and he was there with Josh tomorrow, who I still money, Silver Fox. money on Josh being Fox. the next <laughs> chairman and CEO. Yeah. Yes, he mm-hmm. is. Our Silver Fox Disney. <laughs> so you got to think of a good name for him because we got Bob's Disney daddy. I don't work on that. Something with Silver Fox. But we gotta, I gotta still like Silver little. Fox. Um, okay. So tell us about the Yacht Club. What was the yeah, Yacht Club yeah, like? Yeah. And, and the Yacht Club is part of the Yacht and Beach Club, and it yep. is the Yacht Club and the Beach Club, and this hotel is considered a deluxe hotel. Yeah, this is a deluxe resort, so we stay there for one night. Yacht and Beach Club are not equals. <laughs> the Yacht Club <laughs> is amazing. The Beach Club is a uh, Hyatt. Oh. Hyatt, yeah. Because um, we stayed at the Beach Club on our last trip. I remember. Beach Club, though, for it was access lackluster. to Epcot, it was lackluster, but you could walk out the side door of our building 
and be at the International Gateway entrance to Epcot in five minutes. So that's so nice. That's the only that was nice. plus for Beach Club. Yeah, and but from Yacht Club, it's 10 minutes. Like, all of those boardwalk resorts are the best. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if you're going to spend the money to stay on property and you love Epcot, is because we, we did figure out Epcot was the best park for our family this trip. We spent more time at Epcot than we spent at any other park, including the Magic Kingdom with a toddler. I think it's going to stay that way for a while. My six-year-old is obsessed with Epcot, which makes my Disney heart very happy. (laughs) But her favorite rides that she remembers, and she goes to Disneyland all the time, her favorite rides are all the ones they have at Epcot. She loves the environment. She loves the kind of mini countries that you can explore. Epcot is a super fantastic option for families, especially with little ones. It's kind of perfect because we can get drinks. Kids entertained. There's mm-hmm. great food options everywhere. Yeah. Right. And the entertainment is incredible. And the attractions are some of the best at the resort. I so could not we'll, agree more. We just spent so much time there. And Spaceship Earth is there, which I could just do that all day on repeat. And I'd be happy. Well, that's Ray's favorite ride. <laughs> that's her singular favorite ride. She calls it the time machine ride. And I, I know I've said this before on the podcast. I didn't clock why she calls it the time machine. I get like you go through time. But I was yeah. like, man, is she that like this is a time machine? No. Next time you write it, notice that the voice tells you. Your time machine is about to rotate. Your time machine is going backwards. So she clocked that and calls it the time machine ride. But yes, no, Epcot's the best. There's no question there. It's just great. So the Yacht Club. We absolutely love the Yacht Club. The rooms have all been renovated. They all have done the new Disney-style beds with the suitcase storage underneath the beds, which I think is genius. Why they, yes. we haven't been doing this forever, I don't know. When we take the wish this spring... Yeah. The beds on the wish are the same way. Oh, nice. Yeah. We had that back in May at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, the higher beds. And you just put the um, luggage underneath and it was fantastic. So smart. So smart. Because Kurt finally convinced me to unpack and Mm -hmm. put our stuff in drawers. He's like, there are drawers in a hotel. Why don't we use them? (laughs) It's like, because I live out of a suitcase. It's easier. I'm team drawers every time. Okay, tell us about the layout of the room, the, the yeah. hotel room. Well, well, first, just the hotel. The lobby is the most beautiful lobby, I think. It's so, and like Animal Kingdom lobby is amazing, and the Wilderness Lodge lobby is amazing. But this one is like the floorboards creak when you walk through it. Like it's old wood mm. floorboards. It's like it's a gigantic globe in the middle. It feels very like yachty and like amazing. And they... Their gift shop is very small, but they have some amazing stuff in there. And I'm so, I'm hoping these are still, no, they won't be. The anniversary will be over, but they had these amazing 50th anniversary champagne flutes for sale in their gift shop Ooh. that were clear, but iridescent. Oh, And I really wanted them because they weren't tacky because a lot of the 50th anniversary stuff is like super tacky, tacky, right? Yeah. Yeah. These were like perfect. But we didn't have room, so we didn't buy them. But they have an amazing coffee bar in their quick service. In their, it's like their little quick service area. Theirs is more like grab and go stuff because a lot of the folks staying in the yacht club are not going to do quick service. To be honest, they're going to grab coffee and go have a breakfast or do whatever. The room, absolutely beautiful. We had a garden level room with a patio door that opened up, and you could just walk out the patio door and go to the pool, which was pretty cool. Yeah. 
So we had a one king bedroom, which was great because it's rare to get a king bed at the resort. Yeah. We had a king bed, plenty of room for Noah's pack and play. It's your standard Disney World room, just a deluxe resort with nicer furnishings, right? Mm-hmm. Bathroom had the rain shower and all that stuff, which was really nice. And they still have the H2O products. So I know they announced that the H2O stuff was going away. Yeah. But everywhere we went still has all the H2O products. So they must have tons of cases of this stuff. I'm sure they do. I'm sure we'll be seeing H2O for like years until it'll be like 2025 Um, when they finally get rid of it. They have a beautiful bar in the lobby tucked back. Mm -hmm. There's like an open seating area and then you go like behind a wall and there's this beautiful old wood bar back there. Yeah. That we went and got cocktails from one night. And then it is attached to the beach club. And the beach club definitely has a totally different feel to it. It's like this, like uh, Martha's Vineyardy beach thing. Pastels. They have a restaurant there. Even lots of pastels. Yeah. Lots of pastels. So they have a restaurant there called the Cape May Cafe. Mm-hmm. And we decided yeah, to breakfast there. Yeah. So we had breakfast there back in April 2022, but it was just like a buffet, nothing special. And so we were like trying to figure out what to do for breakfast on our last morning there. And I looked on the app real quick and there was a reservation. So I said, oh, let's just go. So mm-hmm. we went and we were blown away. It's a yeah. full on character dining thing now. It was yep. cheap for a character dining breakfast, like 40 bucks a person. Oh, yeah, it was wow. cheap. That's I mean, bad. cocktails and specialty coffee were extra if you wanted it. Yeah. But the food was incredible. It was a great buffet. They had like. Eggs and Benedicts and crepes and, of course, Mickey Mm. waffles and pancakes. They had, like, do you remember when we were kids and, like, a grandma would make the, like, the fruit salad, but with, like, marshmallows and, like, grapes and, like. Yeah, yeah, totally. They had that. They had Uh, that. (laughs) But I totally had it and I, like, took a trip down memory lane. They have an omelet station. They've had like sausages and bacons and like corned beef hash and like ambrosia salad. That's what it's called. Ambrosia salad. That's what it is. They had ambrosia salad. What? (laughs) So incredible buffet. They had my shaking Jamaican cold brew. So I was happy. My shaky Jamaican. The shaky Jamaican. You love Uh, a shaky Jamaican. I really hope they have it on the cruise ships. I bet they will. Let's just let's manifest it now that it will be there. Shaky Jamaican on the cruise ship. Oh, and by the way, I did have a shaky Jamaica with whiskey in it in the middle of the afternoon oh, at Epcot one day. Nice. It was delicious. We had that at Hollywood Studios on your suggestion, I think. No, just with whiskey, like a black shaky Jamaica oh, with okay. whiskey in it. Oh, it was gotcha. delicious. I think I picked up that trick from Molly, Mammoth Molly, yeah. of all Mammoth of, formerly Molly. of all years, Mammoth. Anyway, <laughs> so then the characters came. And yeah. it was Minnie, Donald, Daisy, and Goofy. No, it wasn't Goofy. It was Pluto. Minnie, Donald, Daisy, and Pluto Aww. were all there. And they each came by the tables. And, like, Noah was so into it, like, completely interacting with the characters. He couldn't believe it. Yeah. They'd walk away. He'd be like, bye, bye, bye. Like, he was so excited to see them and they all came and interacted with them. Daisy was amazing. Minnie was so good. She kept giving him kisses and she put his, her nose up on him and like Aww. all this stuff. And it was, it was so sweet. And Noah really loved interacting with them. And it just made the whole experience. Like you don't realize how good those character breakfasts are until you're sat there with a toddler who is like 
completely yeah. enamored. Like, right, right. Oh, I know. You're preaching to the choir. I've I've <laughs> been to many of these now, and I've watched Ray kind of evolve from just being a baby and not caring to, like, being super into seeing these characters. It's really fun. And I think that character dining is such a sweet spot of that, like, ages two to six or seven. Like, that's a really great time. So if you've got kids that age, do a character breakfast because they're going to love it so much yeah. more. I, as somebody who's worked them before, I can tell you that once they hit about seven or eight and older, they could give a crap. They don't want to be there. You know, if we do Animal Kingdom the day before the cruise, we should yeah. do Tusker House. You know, Maybe. Last time I did Tusker House, I was sorely disappointed, but they hadn't brought the buffet back. So mm. it was way too much food. Ryan and I were the only adults eating. Ray eats like basically nothing. Like just warmed that bread was all she wanted to eat there. <laughs> and so it, this was bef- I know they've changed it, but they had it as family style at the Tusker House in Animal Kingdom. And they just kept bringing bowls and bowls of food and Ryan and I are looking at each other and we're like, we can't eat all of this. And I'm a miserable date when it comes to sharing food because I also eat a pea size amount of food. Uh, so it was just like, he's like, I, I can't eat all of this. He had the biggest like gut bomb from Tusker. You don't House. have then, to eat all of it. Well, he felt compelled to eat all of it. <laughs> Unpaid intern Ryan ate all well, of Ryan, it. We can well, if we go back, you'll have B and Kurt there who will help eat all of it. It's not a problem now because they've switched it back to buffet style. So that's okay. good. Yeah. I don't know. The characters and all their safari gear, like, I'm kind of. It's, it's pretty cute. The kids yeah. would love it. The kids would love it. Anyway, so Cape May Cafe was great. I would highly recommend it if you are staying at Yacht Club, Beach Club, or the Boardwalk Villas. Or if you're over at the Swan or Dolphin which are mm-hmm. literally right there, the two Marriott, you can yeah. walk right over in like five minutes. So if you're at any of those things, try to book Cape May Cafe. I was shocked with how easy it was to get a reservation there. So maybe it's like a little known thing that it's like, I had no idea we were walking into a character breakfast when we got there. That's so awesome. great, great, great opportunity and good food and a great way to start the day. Yay. You know what? As an aside, You and I have talked about at some point we need to do a whole Disney World character dining like review because I think between the two of us, we've eaten at all of them. And I think that is just something that the people all need to hear at some point. Yeah, I think we should do that. You know, the one we haven't done. What? Is the one you had to work a couple times at Epcot, the Royal Ever. No. Oh. You are wrong, sir. We took Ray there when she oh, was you did? Uh, just about three years old. So, yeah. Uh, Oscar okay. House. Yes. Right. I've worked yeah, it. And we took her there. And actually, the food was <laughs> abysmal. So that's that's the spoiler for this uh, review episode that's in the future. I you're will not recommend. Um, you're paying for the princesses. And I just don't think it's worth it. But anyhow. Okay. So tell me about the pool at the yacht. Oh, the pool. Beach club. Well, so the pool's not exciting this time because we actually didn't go to Stormalong Bay. We just went to the little quiet pool um, right by our room that we could just walk okay. out to. And so we've done, Kurt and I have done Stormalong Bay. Noah's been to Stormalong Bay. We stayed at the beach club. It's great because it's all sand bottom. It's amazing. Cool pool. It's like a water park. Mm-hmm. Um, we just went to the quiet pool with Noah and let him splash around for a while. The only issue I had was some guy was sat in the hot tub smoking a dang cigar. Really? 
and it stunk the entire area up. Uh. And so, like, we were in the pool with Noah, and you kept smelling the cigar, and we didn't want Noah around the smoke smell. And, like, some cast member kept kind of poking in, but was almost, like, afraid to go say something to this guy, because I don't think you're allowed to openly smoke a cigar in the swimming pool area at a Disney resort. So. so that was kind of a bummer. And then he got out of the hot tub, went and sat with his wife or whoever she was, friend, wife, whatever it was, <laughs> and kept smoking the cigar, just laying on a lawn chair in the pool area. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that was that's that was a little lame. disappointing. It's a bummer you didn't go there because I know one of our favorite listeners who has the best name <laughs> in the universe. The absolute oh, whatever might that name be? Oh, it just happens to be basically mine, Dana Johnson. It's so great. She had asked me right before we hopped on here if everything is provided at the pool, how you like the yeah. pool. She wanted to know if kitty oh, I, I can floaties are provided. And yeah, go for it. Yeah, because we've stayed, we've been to that pool a couple times. And that was actually where Kurt and I did a cabana for a day yeah. on one trip, which was amazing and really cheap. A whole day was $300 for the cabana rental, which is cheap for a cabana. Yeah. Because <laughs> you like used to thinking like Vegas cabana prices. Oh, but uh, yeah, literally. So you go in and they're very strict about that pool. You have to be staying at the resort at the yacht or the beach club to use that pool. They check everybody's magic bands or room keys on the way in and they give you a you have to wear a bracelet, mm-hmm. like a bracelet saying you're staying there at the hotel to use that pool the whole time you're there. Towels are provided. I would get there early if you're going to do a pool day. If you're like taking a day out from parks and doing a full pool day and you want to hang out there, get there early to stake claim to a lawn chair, to a pool chair. They've got the floaties. They have diaper. They swim diapers. Literally just ask a lifeguard and they will make anything happen for you. So enjoy that. The other tidbit would be get yourself over to the bar at the pool mm-hmm. and find yes. Beth. Ask for Beth. I hope Beth is working the day you're there because Beth is my favorite Disney World bartender <laughs> ever. So years ago when Kurt and I were there and we rented a cabana, Beth was our cabana server. And we figured out like we had multiple mutual friends in New York. And um, how that happened, I don't know. So she was amazing all day. And then when we went back in 2022, she was bartending at the pool bar and I was like, Beth, she was like, oh, my gosh. And she remembered us. She's like, you guys from New York. And like, I don't know, must have left some impression because she actually remembered us and took care of us nicely. And she's amazing. So if you go to the pool bar, ask for Beth, see if Beth is working and give her a nice little cast compliment in the app. Yeah. So that's always something really nice that they appreciate. OK, Dana. You heard it. You have to go find Beth at the Storm Along Bay. That's cool a requirement. Cool bar. Yep. Should we talk about the parks? Yeah. We've gotten to the parks okay. yet. Holy moly. <laughs> so explain to me, did you guys do four days in the parks? We did four days in the parks and we did park hoppers on all four days. I will say okay, the sweet. biggest takeaway, having done this trip now with an almost two year old, park hoppers are key. Mm-hmm. And buying Genie Plus every day is 100% worth it. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Every, park. every park? Every park. See, you and I have um, talked about how we didn't think yeah. it was worth it at some parks, but you're saying nope. all of them. All of them. Okay. All okay. of them. Because you can choose, especially at Epcot and Animal Kingdom, what time you want to ride a ride, and you can just make it happen, and you're not waiting in line with the toddler. You just mm. waltz on through the lightning light. So key. Magic Kingdom, we got there. It was pouring down rain as soon as we got there. 
but they were doing their rainy day parade, which is really cute. And they like, they're all out in raincoats and they're dancing to singing in the rain. And like, it's just clever that they do this rainy day parade thing. And Noah saw Mickey and lost his mind. (laughs) was like, hi, 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 hi. So excited. This is the first time he'd actually like really clocked seeing Mickey. Like he's seen Mickey before. This is the first time it's like, he's put two and two. Cause literally Mickey Mouse Clubhouse on Disney plus is on TV Nonstop in our house, like yeah, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog, all the time, yeah, all the time. I don't it's miss burned those in my head, burned in my yeah. head, and will never go away. So he loved that. We very first thing we did, which is one of the first things we always do when we go to the Magic Kingdom, is we rode the People Mover. Oh, I love the People Mover. My dreams came so close to coming true, Dana. Oh, I know. You already sent it to me. It broke down kind of on you. Kind of broke down twice. And like the lights came on and I was like, oh, it's happening. It's happening. We're going to get evacuated. I was so excited. And then we didn't get You're evacuated. You're ridiculous. Kept going. Anyway, so that was fun. We got a little sneak preview at Tron as we did the people mover. Like literally the whole point of doing the people mover is to get a sneak peek at Tron right now. And they had the ride yeah. running with like the dummies in the seats testing it out, which is great to see. My only criticism is they've changed. And a lot of people have talked about this on the internet. They've changed the voiceover track on the people mover. It's just not the same. What? Yeah. It's a new voice and it's just not. Do they still do the paging Mr. Morrow? Yes. Mr. They, Tom, Tom Morrow. Morrow. That's still there. Yeah, okay. That's still okay. There. All right. Good. So we did that. We did. We took Noah on Peter Pan's flight and he loved it. He just like something about watching that through a toddler's eyes are just, just incredible. Yeah. We ended up getting lunch at the Liberty tree tavern. And that is that quick service restaurant right as you're coming into Liberty square. Yes. Off the hub. And this is my go-to lunch. Every time we were at the magic kingdom, it is their fried chicken and waffle. They have this amazing slaw that goes on it. It is so good. It's got a kick to it. Get some amazing house made potato chips with it. Mm-hmm. And then I get a cold brew with it too, because they have the shaky Jamaica there. So what more, what more do I need? I feel like this should be a drinking game also, by the way. Like every time I say shaky Jamaica, somebody at home should be drinking. That can be our merchandise one day is shaky Jamaica. (laughs) Shaky Um, Jamaica. (laughs) I've not tried their chicken and waffles. I definitely want to. For me, the non-negotiable thing I always have to get at Magic Kingdom is the Nutella fruit and waffles, which is at the exact same stand that you're talking about. Same spot. Yeah. And then right around the corner from there, I had a snack earlier in the day because I had to get my favorites in of the egg roll cart. And I had <gasps> the pastrami egg roll and the cheeseburger egg roll. And they were both really, really good. Okay. Hot take. Cheeseburger egg roll or cheeseburger pods at Satuli Canteen in Animal Kingdom? Which is better? Cheeseburger egg roll because we had both this trip. Oh, I believe it because I was uh, unimpressed with we'll the cheeseburger um, pods. I didn't think they Hot were very thing. good. So... We were kind of, Noah was kind of over it. Magic Kingdom was ram-packed. It was wet. It was rainy. So we finally just called it Mm -hmm. and went back to the hotel for naps. I am now a big proponent of adult napping during the day at Disney World. (laughs) So we all took a quick nap and then did a little costume change and headed out to Epcot. Uh And like Dana, I have to say Epcot has, this trip became our park. We went there Every single day. 
Oh, I know. It's just the best. So that evening we went to Epcot. We really didn't have a plan when we got there. Mm -hmm. Other than yours truly had woken up in the morning and gotten return times for Guardians. And I gotten the late night passes for, not late night, but whatever. I got an individual lightning lane for Guardians of the Galaxy. So I was like, oh my gosh, it's happening. So this was (laughs) the whole point of going was to ride this dang ride. So we got there and... Kurt Wynn rode it first. I took Noah over to my other favorite ride on the planet, Figment, Journey into the Imagination. And Noah and I rode Figment. He loves the Figment. He has a stuffed Figment he sleeps with every night. Cute. Um, And he loved the ride. He was laughing, giggling. He thought it was so great, especially the end with the big reveal with all the Figments and rainbows and everything. Yep. Absolutely loved it. Then we rushed back across Epcot to meet Kurt so we could trade off Noah. And then I went on Guardians in the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Tell me. I was texting you, like, losing my mind over this. Yeah. And, I, (laughs) I like, I have never experienced an attraction like this before. I'm still speechless when I think about it. It was, and we did it twice, that trip. And it was unfreaking believable. Like, I just, there, you go in and you go through this line and get into this room and things happen in this room because they make you turn your phones off. They do not want any recording because, you know, so many rides you see, like the, you, the vloggers doing this yeah. and that, they were so strict about no cell phones out, nothing, no recording. Whoa. Because they really wanted to preserve the magic of what happens. Yeah. And I don't want to spoil it too much, but like things happen in this room and then you're moved into another room and things happen and you're magically in another room without realizing it. Okay. And more things happen. And then you kind of think, because we've talked about, we've talked about, um, Rise of the Resistance a lot and how it's multiple rides in one. That's what this is. And you don't realize it. It's multiple experiences happening in one attraction. And so you're, you're, I mean, we all know you end up in space. You somehow get to space and how they get you in space is just incredible and mind blowing and how they do it. And the effect is amazing. And then you get on the ride and it is the most insane experience of my entire life. Like, they have literally made it feel like you're not on a roller coaster and you are flying in space. Oh my gosh. I don't know how they did it and you're doing it all to amazing music. I know. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. I love your review. Do you remember? Dude. The 21st night. Of yeah, that September. was my song. Um, That's September. the best song to get. I don't uh, even know what the playlist it. is, but everybody says that you want to get September if you can. I was singing it at the top of my lungs on the ride. Like it was pure joy. Like this ride was just pure joy. So I can't wait for you to experience it when we're there in April. Like I think you're going to walk off that thing being like, what just happened? Like it's. I can't wait. I cannot Unbelievable. wait. So I remember the first time I rode Rise of the Resistance, which is like the newest big spectacle ride uh, before Guardians. Mm-hmm. And I came off crying. I was so impressed with how they oh, had performed. Just you wait. This this took my breath away more than Rise did. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. And I am a I will all I will say is well, I'm a space mountain 
like aficionado, we did not ride Space Mountain this trip, which mm. hurt me a little bit. But this is the only tease I will give is if Space Mountain had been made today, mm-hmm. it would be like this. Mm. So that's all I'll say. It was it was absolutely amazing. So that night we went to Regal Eagle Barbecue, which is also a stop for us on the America Pavilion. Wasn't great the first time we went. This time, remarkably better. Well, that's good. So we went there. Also, pro tip, they have a great bar just outside the Regal Eagle where you can get literally anything you want. Oh, yes. My husband, unpaid intern Ryan, has discovered this bar. Last time we went, we did what I'm sure you did a lot of too, which is like you toggle between, I'm going to take the kid while you go have this ride experience or whatever. Yeah. At one point, I was with Ray Ryan wanted to see Harmonious, and so he camped out at the um, American Pavilion right by that bar and got a lot of lovely drinks. I think he got like a barrel-aged <laughs> beer, and he was thrilled. So I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, it's so a great bar. As we're talking about it, will you give us a very quick review on the Magic Band Plus that you guys purchased for this vacation? Oh, yes, because this rolls into that. So – we did buy the Magic Man Pluses because we wanted to experience them. We did, I would say, if you are going to get a Magic Man Plus, do not pay full price for it. Go into your Disney app. If you've booked a Disney resort, go into select Magic Bands in the app and you get a significant discount on the Magic Man Plus if you order it through there. And you can have it customized with like an engraving on the back that they mm-hmm. do for free. Mm-hmm. So we've always traditionally put our initials in the year for the trip. Because yeah. we have all of our old magic bands. So it's a nice way to remember the trip. So we have that engraved in the back. So we finally did magic band pluses. They are not as comfortable to wear as regular magic bands. Mm. However, they're very kitschy. So this rolls in because we got drinks and then went and found a spot to watch Harmonious. The magic band pluses interact with the nighttime spectaculars. And the programming behind it probably took them forever. And it's actually probably genius how they did it. Mm-hmm. But then when you're wearing it, you're like, uh, okay. So it lights up to match the show. So the colors on your Magic Band Plus are matching the colors you're seeing in the in the fireworks and the lights in the sky. So those sync up together. Yeah. And then it has that haptic tapping like a lot of Apple Watches have now and the phones have and all that. Yeah. Which it's to the music, tapping along to the beat. So So it's kind of like this cool interactive experience, but you have to be like holding your arm up to appreciate it and see it. Or it's kind of like if you're kind of dancing to the music, you see it going and stuff like that. It's cute. And like it does other random things. Like every time you walk by a statue, they have clearly turned up the sensitivity. Because I remember when they first rolled these out, there were videos of people like flailing their arms in front of the 50th statues trying yes. to get the watches to react. Yep. They have clearly turned up the sensitivity. Because if you walk within 10 feet of one of those statues, your watch freaks out or your, oh, your magic band freaks band. out. Yep. It's like <laughs> lighting up and stuff on some of the rides, it'll react during the ride, which is kind of cool, I guess. I don't know. Tell, I don't know. Give I us your hot like, take. Do you think it's worth the price tag? Because we're talking like 40 bucks, 50 bucks. 50, a little less if you buy it with the pre-arrival discount. No. You have to charge it every night. You have to sync it to the app in your phone to get the Bluetooth to work. Yeah. I just think if you have regular magic bands... 
stick with the regular magic pen. It does the same thing. What do you need something to light up and go buzz on your wrist when you scan into a park? Like it just doesn't. Now, granted, we did not do the experience in Galaxy's Edge with it. The game that you can do. Yeah. We like the bounty hunter thing, but I don't know. It just didn't work okay. for me. I we it's cute. I have a really cool like Epcot 40th one, but to me, it just it's not worth the money. Just get the regular Magic Band, or you can even turn your Apple Watch now into your Magic Band with their Disney Mobile Magic. Yeah, and you just set it up in your in the app. It's super easy, and your Apple Watch is your Magic Band. So it works just like a Magic Band. I want to also throw this out there. This is, I assume you all know this because you're listening to a podcast about Disney stuff and we're like an hour into this conversation. But if you've gone on previous trips to Disney World, then you can always save those magic bands and reuse them. You don't need to buy a new one every trip. They will always still work. I used a four-year-old magic band this last trip. Yeah, just save them. Because I have some really cool ones that I like. Yeah. And you know me, I like to coordinate my outfits with the magic bands and everything. So. Oh, I know this of you, Adam. I do know this. You're ridiculous. Just wait till the cruise, Dana. Oh. So look, we did that. We did um, the next day. We did Epcot in the morning after I got done with the running stuff. Um, did a lot more. We did Frozen. We did Spaceship Earth. We did Living with the Land. We did a few more things there. Then we took our break. And then we actually went back to the Magic Kingdom that night to see the show because we saw Harmonious the previous night at Epcot. So we said, okay, tonight we'll go back to watch the awful Disneyland, Disney Magic Kingdom fireworks show that thankfully is going away and they're bringing back wishes, right? Mm-hmm. Wishes is what they're bringing back. Yep. No, no, bringing not back wishes. Happily Gosh, ever after. That's a blast from the past. Happily ever after. Wishes was the old, old one. They should bring wishes back. So That's what I've been saying this whole time. Kurt wanted to stand and watch the fireworks. I was like, I'm going to take the opportunity to use my little Genie Plus and go ride a couple of rides while Kurt and Noah watch the fireworks. Mm-hmm. Dana, I posted this on their Instagram. I had the most magical experience. So I went over to Big Thunder Mountain. And literally as we're doing that first big climb, the fireworks started and you just had fireworks exploding in the air over Big Thunder. The entire ride on Big Thunder, fireworks going everywhere. Yeah. So you're like having fun on Big Thunder while watching these fireworks. Then I also had a lightning lane for Splash Mountain. And I wanted to make sure I rode Splash Mountain one more time before it becomes Princess Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Yeah. It's closed now. You I can't could not ride have it. asked. I know. It's gone. It's done. I could not have asked for a more magical Last ride on Splash Mountain. I could cry about this. Like, mm. I did cry, actually, on the boat. I had a boat to myself. What? Only one on the boat. Yep. Only one on the boat. Walked right on. Fireworks are going off as you're loading, because you can see up in the sky from the load area. We go up, 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 up. Massive fireworks going off as you're doing the outdoor bit. Go inside. I got to experience all one last time, one last trip to the happy place and all that stuff. As we did the drop, huge fireworks going off. You cannot ask for a better ride on one of my favorite rides. I'm getting teary eyed right now. Like, guys, I'm getting emotional and I can't believe what is wrong with me. I'm getting emotional over a flipping theme park ride. But I I love that ride so much. And to end it like that, I was like, I'm good. I'm good. I've got that memory. I'm going to put that in a little 
yeah. memory pocket there and know that like that just worked out. It was, it was I'm seriously, I'm freaking crying. You are, What's you're wrong crying with over me? it. Oh my gosh. Um, you sent me the video. This is what Kim it would be if they so... ever had like a tangle ride. This would be Kim. But <laughs> it was, it was amazing. And the video, yeah, I shot a little video on it and it was just the best way to have my last ride on Splash Mountain. Oh, that's so special. It's <sighs> awesome. Or went out for old Briar <sighs> Rabbit. Oh, Adam, this sounds like such a fantastic trip and like such I know. I might memories. need a minute. I'm still like, I still know. like teary eyed over here. But um, yeah, it was amazing. And having RIP Splash Mountain. It, it was a great trip and it was a great trip to see it. It's been really amazing to go to the parks with Noah from when he was three months old and we took him to Touch of Disney. Yep. Taste of Disney. Touch of, no, it was called Touch of Disney. That was such a bad name. I think Horrible it was touch marketing. Of it was. To where we are now and just seeing him grow up with it and seeing it through his eyes. Like I am so excited for April when we go back and then when we go on the cruise and like especially the like character interactions that they have on the cruise ship that are like plentiful. It's going to be so magical. I'm just I'm so excited to just it's so much fun to see it through his eyes. Yeah. Oh, I know. I love it. You're preaching to the choir, my friend. I'm just happy you've (laughs) now gotten to this stage with your child because it's such a fun time. And it is why we spend all of our money at Disney because we just love it so much. Uh, Well, with that, folks, I know this was a long one. And I know that Adam has even more that we'll share throughout the next couple of episodes about his trip. But I hope you all enjoyed hearing his review. It's gotten me just so excited about our upcoming trip. I just want to go on another trip right now. But you all know if you're looking to book. April is so far. I know. It really is. It really is. Uh, But you all know if you're looking to book a trip, you can always reach out to us on our Instagram or adventureswithalisonwonderland.com and you can get a free price quote on the trip. But with that, I think we should bid you all adieu and Dana Johnson have the most magical trip coming up any day now. We can't wait to hear your review of your trip. Say hi to Beth. Say hi to Beth. All right. With that, see you later, folks. Bye.